My name is Javier Colon. Welcome to The In-Between. Today, I am joined by Vicky Lung, Sarita Lamb, and Danny Winkler to talk about their thesis film titled Hot Dog Havoc. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, hey. How you doing? Doing good. Can't complain. Uh, thank you guys for coming on to the show. I am very excited to talk about your piece. I think it's one of the pieces that I actually know a little more about because I kind of followed it, I think, from the very beginning, Sarita, like when we were in Arson's class. So, um, but before we get into that, I kind of want to know a little bit more about you guys. So, who are you and what do you do? Well, I'm Danny. So, for the project, definitely not as knowledgeable as Sarita and Vicky, but uh, I'm just sort of focusing on like uh, different set design and um, animation for the most part. Um, and then just like little bits and pieces of whatever might be needed. Otherwise, I don't really know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody is, any one of us really knows what we're doing in the, in the long run. <laughs> I'm Vicky. I'd like to say I'm a 3D generalist. I'll do like just about anything, even like coding, scripting. I'll try a little bit. But in terms of the project, I feel like I just dabble in a little bit of everything honestly i'm not i'm definitely not as good as animation uh as sarita or danielle <laughs> but i'm working on it awesome i am the uh lead director of hot dog havoc and i specialize in animation but i also like to do lighting uh sometimes rigging and a little bit of modeling too kind of like all over the place you can maybe call me like generalist as well I don't know but yeah how did you find yourself at SVA I remember SVA came to my school to like you know try to recruit students or my high school I mean mm-hmm. and I was like hey that place looks cool it's like you know one of the best so shoot my shot got in <laughs> I was like that's cool <laughs> in hindsight I should have uh you know applied to more schools than two art schools and like three CUNYs, but Mm -hmm. it worked out in the end. So we're all good. When I was applying for schools, I got into uh, several schools and and I was really uh, conflicted between SVA and Ringling because they're both really great schools and they're uh, competitive with each other, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just decided that maybe for commuting purposes, it's probably better for me to go to SVA since it's closer and... um, and yeah, so I found myself at SVA and I really came to love uh, coming to the school. And it's probably one of uh, my greatest decisions. Oh, that's awesome. That's really awesome to hear, you know. Well, um, in high school, I applied to like six different art schools. Um, I was really set on RISD. So I went there first. Um, I was there for a semester. And then once I was there, it was too like fine arts based. So mm. I switched after the semester and then went to SVA's animation department. And then after two years there, or like a year and a half or something, I switched over to computer art. So I've been in college for a really long time. But yeah, SVA was definitely the right choice in the long run. You are the the wisest amongst us with your many years of education (laughs) under your belt. So that is definitely uh, bragging rights for sure. I don't know about that. More like financial (laughs) worries, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's really awesome to hear you guys kind of like 
found yourself nicely and you're, you're really enjoying where you are. Uh, and I hope that you're not just saying that just for the sake of wanting to endorse the department <laughs> <laughs> on this department-sponsored podcast. <laughs> but, you know, it's cool. So now I kind of want to get into your project a little more. So what is your thesis called and what is it about? Okay, yeah, this thesis is called uh, Hot Dog Havoc. And it's about a guy who, you know, just has a really bad uh, attitude, uh, personality. And he just, you know, decides to uh, ram into a hot dog car after uh, trying to uh, answer his text. But with, like, all the people honking behind him, you know, he just forces his way to make a parking spot for himself. Mm. And that's where all the chaos just starts to happen. The hot dog vendor, he just, like, comes out from the bathroom or the party potty, we should say, sees his cart in shambles and really angry at Kevin, our character name, character's name is uh, Kevin. He just transforms into a bigger hot dog. Then this whole chasing sequence starts and is where the fun starts to happen. A lot of um, surreal or just like really, really weird stuff just start happen and unfold. You should watch it to find out what happens. Ooh. <laughs> awesome. So this thesis is... A comedic thesis, primarily, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. And it's also, it's almost like a comedy action, right? Because it's very animation heavy. And there's so many things about this that make it so amazing in just like the most plain sense of the word. Because not only do you have the surrealist hot dog character, of course, <laughs> but then you also have like colorful action and the and the fun animation and that kind of thing so i i just have to ask because where did this idea kind of stem from to begin with i know it was a response to a prompt but like where where did you how did you hatch this you know how does your brain work in the way it does <laughs> how did you do this it just it just stemmed from creativity i guess like i just wanted to go out of the box, I guess. Mm. I know like it was just a one week assignment that but I was like, what if I just made this more interesting? What if I changed the character into something that you didn't really expect? Mm -hmm. And just kind of twist it a little bit and just make it a little bit more interesting. And that's how it just came came to be. I kind of want to go back because we kind of talked about the origin of the piece, but I kind of want to talk about the origins of you guys. How did you guys decide to work together? There was the whole deal. Sarita already had a separate like, group, but then that didn't work out. And I already asked Danny to like, if, if we wanted to work together. Mm. So me and Danny were a pair for a bit. And then Sarita's group like breaks apart or something or separates. And then she's working alone. And I was like, well, Sarita's a really good, you know, just in general at everything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... I'll ask if she wants to work together, and then here we are. <laughs> <laughs> you posed the question, and you guys have been happily married ever right. since. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's a bit of a, you know, like, we forgot, like, when the date was to submit, like, hey, we're a group, oh, yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Like, all three that. of us were just like, oh, I thought it was, like, way later. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Did you? I hope that you let him know on time. It wasn't on time, but we let him know. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely wasn't on time, but it gotcha. worked out. It's definitely a piece that deserves a lot of work, technically and creatively. So now I kind of want to ask each of you, uh, what has been your favorite aspect about working on this piece? I think my favorite part is like, we, we started with Sarita's boards. And I, like, I don't know if you've seen her stuff, but it's really like, not lifelike because it's like cartoony but it has a lot of 
uh, like motion already built into it. So seeing it go from mm-hmm. like these really like springy fun boards to like the actual, it's not tied down animation yet, but like in the previs, you can see what it's going to look like. So having it mm-hmm. move each week from different stage to different stage, I think that's been probably my favorite, not like working on the piece, but like favorite visual so far, just seeing it like continue to progress. Totally. Sarita's boards are very, very animated in the most That's still the way possible, yep. which is yeah. awesome. It is amazing. <laughs> I like how different, I guess, we're working with because we're working with a tune shader and not like, you know, the usual like realistic shading. Mm. We're also working with like messing with 2D textures for the faces instead of actual geometry. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It was fun to like learn about and work around because a lot of it is just messing around, especially like the faces. We found out we couldn't like just put a texture on the tune shader because like the way the colors get affected. Mm. So we had to do like a whole separate workaround for that. I just really liked that whole like solving our problems that normally other groups that are doing it the like usual way wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So I found that really fun. How did you guys decide to implement this like tune shader look? Well, since the boards were really like cartoony, like anime-y, I guess, too. We thought maybe realistic shading just wouldn't work as well. And since mm-hmm. Arnold has its like own default tune shader, mm-hmm. we decided like that would work pretty well, which yeah, it kind of has. There's, it has its own separate problems to deal with. But we thought, yeah, but so far it's like looking better than I guess if it was just normal shading. IMO. <laughs> I would love to imagine what a 4k hot dog man would look like but at the same time i think the tune shader does fit the piece really well so far it might be uh, just coming up with more ideas about how the piece will progress like like sometimes i think about oh what if i did this for the fighting piece like fighting part Mm. of it like what if i add a little bit of this like would it make the uh fight fitting aspect more interesting Mm. or like uh the other day like we even uh came up with a little easter egg like for the porta potty (laughs) we would put like a little crest on it on the door so it's like for uh signifying shrek's outhouse (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) that was probably one of uh one of of, um the little little easter eggs like we're even like thinking of other uh easter eggs to put around the set so that Mm. like you know what if someone kind of like sees that or take notice of that? It's just like subtly, subtly like placed over there. Mm-hmm. And I think there was another time where uh, we thought the slapping part of uh, the fight. Remember that mm-hmm. well, when the hamburger kind of like slaps the face of the hot dog? Very vividly. Like, what yeah. if, oh my god! <laughs> like what if we put the Spider-Man slap as the slap sound? <laughs> Just throw as much <laughs> random <laughs> stuff in there. See if people realize it, kind of thing. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic idea. I think you should totally do that. That'll get minus points from Clay for a not realistic slap. <laughs> that's an indoor echoey slap that doesn't fit your outdoor. <laughs> because you know what it is with, with comedic pieces, right? I think people kind of stray away from comedic pieces because comedy either works or it doesn't, right? And that's a very difficult balance for anybody who's trying to do a comedic piece. So, but I think that you guys hit it on the head so, so well 
a hit on a head, more like a slap in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you slap, you slap it's it right in the face, perfectly. <laughs> you leave like a nice, like red hand mark right on the cheek. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this piece is obviously very, very fun. It's seems like a joy to work on, and obviously, you know, uh, Vicky, you were kind of mentioning this earlier that the tune shader kind of has its own issues. I was just kind of curious for you guys. Uh, what would you guys say was your not most proudest moment or like worst moment in thesis so far? Maybe something that didn't go the way that it was planned or something like that. For the the um, five second proof of concept, um, I was doing the animation for it. And uh, there's the one part where he's like getting dragged on the ground. And it's just like a, a lack of technical know-how on my part. So like I completely up the first part so like his hands were kind of like moving all over the place and they were like flopping and whatever and it was getting like close to the deadline so i had to go back and like redo all the poses and then just spline it and hope that it worked but it was like a learning process i guess so it's gonna stick in my mind forever to use the right fkik system if he's on the ground <laughs> um so now i know but yeah it was a stressful couple of hours trying to fix that <laughs> just to give you a bit more confidence in yourself you know i think that being able to solve that problem under pressure in that limited amount of time in a good way uh is the mark of a really good worker and the mark of a really good artist so i don't i don't think you should beat yourself up about that necessarily i don't know about that I'm gonna beat myself up for that one for all time <laughs> it worked out though you did great <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was good enough for five second proof of concept. <laughs> and that's all it needs to be, right? <laughs> yeah. I would also kind of relate it back to the five second proof of concept. Like mm -hmm. when me and Vicky were working on the lighting part for uh, the set, like I remember that when we rendered out the first pass of like the dragging part, uh, the back of the hot dog, like it was kind of fucky <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like it didn't turn out like the way we wanted it kind of it kind of uh even some people or from uh vicky's group uh when we were sharing our proof of concept said that it was kind of like painterly like but that's like not what we kind of wanted so yeah. we're definitely trying to mess with the lighting even more now really all all of our first times uh, using tune shader we kind of wish that uh we maybe worked on it a little bit more but, yeah. you know, it's, it's all part of the learning process that, you know, we're learning from our mistakes and finding out how to improve it and working our way around it as well. It's interesting, especially for you guys, because you're kind of working outside or adjacent, I should say, to the pipeline, you know, because a lot of SVA focuses on those like realistic renders, their Arnold renders, kind of lighting and developing work that kind of goes into that. And there's not a lot of attention or focus driven to something that's a little more stylized. Yeah, I'd say the same vein. Since I was the one that like focused more on the tune shader, I guess, mm -hmm. like I, I like looked up the stuff on it and like tried to figure out. I have messed a bit with tune shader like earlier, like a bit during the summer, mm -hmm. but it was all like stills because I didn't have anything like animal. I didn't think about it really. I was just like, oh, this looks cool. Like, all the stuff on the like Arnold uh, tune documentation were like stills and they looked great, you know, like cool tune, mm -hmm. right? But when you put it into motion, messing around with like lights, because tune only really works with a directional light, but mm. like to get the, I guess, colors you want, like it's hard to mess with without having that different types of light. I totally understand what you mean. Like tune shader is very procedural in its in its shading hence the name yeah. shader so like, now it's just a lot more 
I guess we'll have we'll, we'll be having to test more things. Like maybe instead of uh, three toned, we'll try two tone. Mm. So that kind of thing. Tune shading. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an endorsement for tune shading. It's cool if it's a still, you know. Try it out. It looks nice. <laughs> so. Uh, I am not a Debbie Downer. I would love to talk about your best moments. What would you say was your best moment in thesis so far? I think my favorite or the best part so far has been getting the like realistic faces mm-hmm. to work on the 3D models. Because in the boards, they look amazing. They're so like, it's just great. And yep. being able to transfer that into 3D and have it work. It's just so nice. It's even like the body textures that we threw in too, like just seeing it like happen, like, okay, this is possible. Like mm-hmm. that was great. I think um, probably the best part, it's, it's not necessarily like the working on it, but to have uh, us show it in like thesis class or like production skills mm-hmm. and like to see Seth laugh at what's happening. That's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's working. <laughs> God. <laughs> So like getting getting positive like feedback from either classmates or like teachers, mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the best parts. Knowing that like we have a thesis that is already like it's going well, it's like a big hit, and mm-hmm. people are responding to it. I, it. That's really enjoyable. Yeah, how could you not respond to this? This is like just <laughs> absolutely amazing. I think that uh, one of the best moments is that um, neither Vicky or Danny has been complaining about the rigs. <laughs> <laughs> like because uh, because i'm the one who's responsible for rigging most of the characters mm-hmm. so like i'm constantly asking them oh does this need to be fixed like is there anything wrong and they both say like oh it's working out fine and i'm like really because sure? <laughs> i'm like i'm just doubting myself because <laughs> like what if something goes wrong when when they animate something mm. and then but they're they just keep coming with back with like positive feedback and i'm like there must be something wrong. They're just not telling me. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it's quiet, too quiet. (laughs) Sarita, there's also another possibility. You just might be a good rigger. Ah. (laughs) Compliments. Advanced rigging, you know. (laughs) Too much for me. (laughs) Yeah, that's really awesome that you guys kind of like, you find joy in not only kind of showing your piece to other people but you find joy in working together and that actually transitions very very nicely into my next question uh what is something that you have learned from your teammates while working on this project probably that i have to spend more time on my computer if i'm really gonna be into this so like <laughs> i don't everyone i've talked to they're like yeah i'm on the computer all the time and i'm like oh shit. <laughs> I don't this is like a good thing or a bad thing that i'm not on all the time <laughs> So I think just like getting getting more involved in in uh, future like career paths and stuff like that, it's going to involve a lot of me being on a computer, mm-hmm. whether that's for the for the best or the worst. I don't know. But yeah, absolutely. definitely have to start spending more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Just make sure you just like get up and do like your back stretches and you'll be fine. You do you do once a month. You're good. It's fine. It's <laughs> no big deal. Great. Yeah, you know, got to make sure my I don't get scoliosis or anything. So like, <laughs> God. <laughs> That you're a good rigger. You got a humble brother. <laughs> yeah. Other than being really great uh, teammates, they are also great friends and Aww. companions to be with. Like, I definitely got to know them a lot throughout this whole quarantine process. Like, even though we're seeing each other through screens or even through uh, voice chat and Discord, like, mm-hmm. we got to know each other really well and we're commuting 
communicating really well too. Like we haven't been through any issues so far, which is great. It's always really great to hear that you kind of solidified that choice from the very beginning. Like, oh, I'm going to work with these people. Hopefully it works out. And then it does like in a very, very positive and very productive way. I'd say, I guess I learned how to better communicate to update things. Like anytime something new happens, I like make sure to tell them Mm because we're all in this together and all that. Also, like, it's really good to have like their eyes on whatever I'm working on because they give good, you know, feedback. And I haven't done like animation yet, uh, but I'm sure when that comes, they'll have a lot of pointers for me because I definitely am not like uh, as good as they are at animating. So Mm -hmm. I know they'll have great pointers, tips, et cetera. It'll be really helpful. Yeah, totally. They are very talented animators. Uh, and, and of course, you know, the additional that Sarita is like the best rigger in this yeah, in, in, here, in the department. So <laughs> great modeling, great, great rigging, <laughs> animating. Oh, great facial expressions. <laughs> nah. Everything. Awards. Amazing. Can't model a car. My car is really bad. Your car is adorable. The car is adorable. It's a little marshmallow. (laughs) There's literally nothing wrong with your car. It's great. It fits. It's perfect. I want a marshmallow car. (laughs) So uh, what would you say to anybody who is now entering the thesis phase? This can be anybody who is a junior becoming a senior or anybody who is now entering pre-production from sophomore year. Do not hold your stuff to last minute because that will really screw you over (laughs) for sure such solid advice that is like the most solid advice i've (laughs) ever heard make sure you're working on something you like because you'll be working on this for a long time Mm -hmm. and if you ever get burnt out or something don't be afraid to you know take a break from it for a little bit just a little bit Mm -hmm. not too long take a break from it for for a bit work on something else and when you come back you know you'll have fresh mind after kind of distancing yourself from it you'll kind of have a fresh perspective on it because then (laughs) yeah you won't get a lot i'm full of words you won't get (laughs) tunnel vision basically better said than i don't worry i can like pitch shift my voice down to make it sound like you said it so (laughs) it'd be good (laughs) i would say if you're gonna work in a group um make sure you find like the best strategy to start like sharing work back and forth so like mm. we were just talking to um Kit casey yeah and they were saying um oh you should use like google uh file share whatever it's called so it, like that it like links up to your desktop mm-hmm. um so you don't have to like go through drive you could just work off whatever's on your desktop it was like whoa i didn't even know that existed <laughs> like so, super like, mind-blowing yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah. We were like, oh, i'm like shit. oh man i had to like upload so much <laughs> to drive and i could have just been doing it like on my computer desktop right away so I'd say like just start researching like the best way to communicate with your with your teammates. Like we use Discord. Mm-hmm. So just like test stuff out before you start really mm-hmm. getting like deep into shit. And then you gotta share things uh over like email or through Drive or whatever. It gets confusing. So I'd like streamline that process as soon as you can. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's definitely very important to make sure that the systems are in place and that the systems work before you start using them because when you're in the thick of thesis, you don't want to be troubleshooting those systems. You want to be working on thesis. Just to like add on top of like uh, what Danny said about like being in groups, uh, I can share a little bit of like um, my experience with my previous group before I broke off. Ooh. That being said, like when you're forming a group, make sure that, yeah, you can group up with friends if you want. 
but just make sure that your idea, like when you're trying to come up with a thesis that you're working on is cohesive and mm. uh, it's not going to change because that's kind of what happened with my last group. Um, the team leader had a story to, to begin with and uh, we went along with it. But then like um, in the middle of junior year, I guess, like um, she just decides, oh, I kind of want to change my story. Mm. And all that work that we did in like the summer kind of like fell apart. Like we didn't need it anymore. So what was the point? Uh, right. So I guess like just make sure that when you're working with someone, make sure that you're sticking with that idea and that you don't change it all of a sudden because that's going to definitely come down to a lot of issues between the group members. And then suddenly you're feeling that maybe I don't want to work with these people anymore because mm-hmm. they're not um, sticking with the idea. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, that that is something that people who are going into the thesis phase should really consider. Even though you're friends and everything, just make sure that you're sticking to the same plan. Otherwise, it's not going to work out. Yeah, totally. Everybody has to be on the same page when working in a group. And I think that your unique experience is valuable for anybody who is trying to learn how to properly go about putting themselves in a group and working within a group. So uh, what would you tell your freshman selves about SVA? Hmm. My freshman SVA self? Well, Mm -hmm. first I'd I'd tell her just to switch into computer art. (laughs) 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 Otherwise, I'd just say like, make sure you're make sure you're learning all the time. So like in your free time, Mm -hmm. you should be looking up how to do different things technically and like just keep practicing at whatever you want to get good at. Yeah. And, uh, you wasted your time and RISD. Um, yeah. And just switch over to computer art. I wouldn't say you wasted your time. You found out that you didn't like RISD. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Talk to your classmates more. Not that I didn't talk to them, but it was more like, uh, I'd only really talk to them in class. And then like, I just go home, do my homework Mm -hmm. and just leave it at that. Yeah. Just like make more connections. Cause the, your peers all have like different knowledge that you can learn from it, you just teach each other more things so that's what I would tell myself be more social idiot <laughs> yeah I want to switch mine to that too though, <laughs> <laughs> I think it kind of goes along with what Vicky said about being more social as mm. I definitely need to be more social even now but just be more social, have more connections when you're a freshman because that will come a long way, especially when you're rooming with someone. If you're like dorming, try to be nice to your roommate. <laughs> but you got to be truthful sometimes because if they're doing something that you don't like, got to gotta speak out. Otherwise, they'll just... Yeah, this is hypothetical, yeah. Yeah, this is not... Ex- it's very extremely specific advice. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And then uh, my last question for you guys, uh, how would you describe your SVA experience? A lot of fun. It was challenging, but I learned a lot. I don't know. It's just, it was great. I didn't, I mean, yeah, homework, (laughs) humanities, bleh. But aside from that, it was, we learned a lot. Hopefully I'll see like all my peers later on, like Mm -hmm. in the field and all that. Yeah, it was good. pretty fun so far um there there has been ups and downs too um but i definitely enjoyed the part where we just uh got together as um as classmates or like friends and just like 
just be ourselves. Like even in labs, like that mm. was that was a fun time too. Uh, even though we're working, we're also jamming to like music that's like being played. They're just like chatting amongst ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just really like my experience at SVH. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, the labs are uh, deeply missed, I think, uh, oh, yeah. department-wide. Either I describe it in one word as like atypical or like longer than I wanted it to be. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was really fun though. I lived in I lived in Ludlow um, for a year uh, in the dorms. I was in a single, so like that was not really very collegey, but it was still enjoyable, like living mm-hmm. in Manhattan like that. And then uh, after that, I got an apartment in the city. So I was still in the city, um, but it wasn't necessarily like very collegey. It mm-hmm. felt more like almost like a job kind of, I guess, because yeah. it was living off campus and then going into campus. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure it was kind of the same for uh, Vicky and Sarita too. Um, even though I were you, I think you guys were in the dorms for a little while or Sarita was. Or I was and yeah. for like one year and then I moved out. Yeah. So like <laughs> it, it felt like college, but not like college at the same time. And I think like SVA's campus definitely kind of lends itself to that sort of style. Mm-hmm. So like you don't necessarily have to be a part of... Um, they're like non-existent campus. It's, it's a campus, but it's <laughs> yeah, not. It's, a it's like college with benefits, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got to feel like kind of an adult, like oh, living in the city, going to class and stuff like that, taking the subway. Mm-hmm. So atypical and longer than I wanted it to be. That, that's my answer, especially <laughs> with, especially with coronavirus now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it definitely time has stood still. I think for anybody you know who is now learning from home for sure. Well, that's really awesome that you kind of had a good experience overall the three of you with school um and again i hope that you're not just saying that just because this is a a department sponsored podcast but uh yeah that's really awesome to hear that you guys kind of had a really great experience well thank you guys for coming on to the show it was a pleasure having you and i'm just i'm just so 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 excited for this piece it's gonna be awesome thanks for having us thanks thank you for listening to this episode of The In-Between. If you like the show, you can subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Javier Colon, and I will see you next time. Uh, what would you say to anybody who is entering the thesis phase? I'm going to rephrase that because as much as I like the joking voice that I did, I don't think that it's great for cohesion. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like such an old man complaining about my back. You know, when I get up, I'm like, oh, like I just, just old man groans all the time. Sorry, brain fart. <laughs> uh, I would like to go next. Go ahead. <laughs> I know I keep saying that over and over. I don't want you guys to feel pressured or anything. <laughs> like, you must deliver the best it's thing that you be are delivering. It's, on. Yeah. it's gotta be so good. <laughs> Better live up to Javi's expectations. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna just let me down. And, you know, it, that, that in and of itself should scare you. No, I'm kidding. Um...
and when you kind of mentioned the realistic faces, the, uh, Sarita, I got to tell you, I think about this at least like twice a week of the hot dog like close up <laughs> face. He, he just kind of sprouts in my mind. I'm like, oh, there he is, and then he just goes away. So it's just iconicness from you for sure. I think I'd rather have the money back. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that would be pretty sick. Um, having money is better than not having money. <laughs> wow, those are some wise words. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I am Confucius reincarnated. Anyway, so <laughs> oh, I I can't I uh, can't hear you. Can you repeat the question? Oh yeah, of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, My went blank. <laughs> what was the question? Oh, uh, how would you describe your SVA experience? <laughs> <laughs>